Welcome to the Intersection of Faith and the Culture. Thanks for joining us today on Wall Builders. You can find out more at our two websites, wallbuilders.com and wallbuilderslive.com. Lots of archives available for you there, as well as great materials for you to dive in and get educated, equipped, and inspired to do your part to help us save this constitutional republic. We're always thinking biblically around here. We want to look at things from a biblical, historical, and constitutional perspective, and you can learn how to do that. Go to wallbuilders.com and get some of those materials today. I'm Rick Green, America's Constitution Coach, here with David and Tim Barton. David, of course, America's premier historian and our founder at Wall Builders, and Tim Barton, national speaker and pastor and president of Wall Builders. All right, David and Tim, we've got Jeff Myers with us later in the program from Summit Ministries, new book out about truth, which, of course, we talk an awful lot about here on the program, and really is the single most important factor. David, you do a whole talk on this in our biblical citizenship class, Truth and Courage, and the the fact that truth has been lost in the culture, but we can restore it if we're willing to stand for it. So one of the things about truth is people really will respond to it when it's presented in a good manner, logically. Uh, There's a lot of resistance to it because people don't understand truth. But truth is something that you can verify. It is something that you can measure. It is something that you can articulate and argue. Um, Jesus had all these teachings about truth. It made a lot of people mad. But truth proves to be right. And and there is a love of truth. And and America has to get back to that. And we saw some some polling recently. Uh, We've even seen it through some of the groups we work with where we're seeing really high agreement on a lot of areas in America that just shocked us. Um, you know, 72% of Americans from all demographics, from all parties, from everything, said that they support traditional American values, traditional moral values. I would never have believed that based on what I see and what I hear and the discussions that go on. And, and so if you can figure out, hey, there is common truth that we, we have agreement on, let's start from there and talk about there and build out. Having that, that worldview that says truth is important and helping other people understand that it does have an impact on their lives. I mean, that that's something I think we can do more of in America, because we do have a lot of agreement. We just didn't know we did, because that's not what we hear. Well, and I think, too, you know, guys, there's a, there's a lot of things that, be, because arguably the Holy Spirit, right, there, there's things that a lot of people just feel inside them, and and things that maybe are intuitive for some people, but there, there's something that's it's almost like instinctually. There's some things that we know are true, and there, there's some things that we gravitate towards. There's, there's things that people are looking for in, in, in certain realms of security, and, and especially like with this moral value structure. There's a security in a moral value structure, and people are longing and looking for that. And so often we don't recognize how many Americans have these same ideas about issues because maybe it's, you know, we live in cancel culture and people are scared to say something and they don't want to get canceled. They don't want to deal with the negative repercussions, especially over the last several years. What we've seen with the pushback that some people get for standing up and speaking what they believe to be true. Nonetheless, that, as you mentioned, that the polling that we're seeing indicates that there are a lot more people that are on the same page than what most most of us realize, where so often we, we've heard about the silent majority and we begin to wonder, right? We're skeptical. Is there really a silent majority anymore? And, you know, we've seen a couple elections that there's a lot of question marks around and we're not really sure was was it really a, a fair, legal, ethical, just election or has America really gone that crazy? And what some of the polling shows us is maybe America's not as crazy as we thought, but maybe they're also not uh, thinking as deep or as well as they should, which lets us know that there's a lot of people out there that are very winnable, that are very reachable, 
And we just need to understand how to have those conversations, how to do some of that work. The ground is fertile, man. I mean, it's uh, the, the, the harvest is plenty. The workers are few, right? I mean, that's kind of the situation we face. There are a lot of people willing to listen, willing to learn. They're asking the right questions. And uh, it's why standing up for truth and speaking that truth and not being afraid of getting canceled and all those things are so incredibly important. Uh, well, Dr. Jeff Myers uh, does that at Summit Ministries. He's going to be with us when we come back from the break. Stay with us. You're listening to Wall Builders. This is Tim Barton from Wall Builders with another moment from American history. After the final victory at Yorktown, the Continental Army awaited the outcome of peace negotiations with Great Britain. Pastor Israel Evans, a chaplain in the Army, proposed to George Washington that they build a structure where church services could be held during the months of waiting. Washington approved the plan and urged his officers to ensure that the soldiers attended service. Pastor Evans further knew if we were to secure the liberties they had fought for, sound education would be crucial. He declared, Every parent and every friend to the freedom of his country ought to be attentive to the improvement of our youth and the principles of freedom and good government. And then the people will stand fast in their liberty for a long time. Our schools today need to return to teaching the principles of freedom and good government in order for America to survive and prosper. For more information about Pastor Israel Evans and other colonial patriots, go to wallbuilders.com. Welcome back to Wall Builders. Thanks for staying with us. Really great to have Dr. Jeff Myers with us. Tons of, of books already, but a new one out, Truth Changes Everything. you got to read it. And uh, just amazing work over Summit. Uh, man, bless you, brother. Thank you for coming on and joining us here on Wall Builders today. Rick, I'm glad to be with you. I drank three cups of coffee so I can talk as fast <laughs> as you. <laughs> you know, I, I have to do that to not sound like a real the real country boy that I am, Jeff. If I was myself... These interviews would take three out. We'd be the Joe Rogan of of, of uh, Christian radio, you know. <laughs> Listen, I, I've known you and I've known uh, David and Tim for a long time. The wall builders people just kick it up a notch. Move fast, move fast. Well, hey, hey before yeah. we jump into what's supposed to be our topic of the day, there's so many things I want to talk to you about. Uh, first of all, the new book and and summit for this summer. I want to make sure that 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 our folks know they need to send their kids to to summit. My my best Patriot Academy graduates always have been through Summit to get that grounding in, in worldview. And so before we even get to the topic of the day, tell us real quick for this summer. You've got almost every week of the summer. Um, you're not not full yet, so folks can still get there, right? And where do they go to sign That's up? That's right. You go to summit.org every two weeks, beginning in the middle of May, all the way to the end of August. We're offering these student conferences for 16 to 22-year-olds. Most of these young adults are on their way to their college or their career. And they need to know how to strongly stand for their faith and then to develop leadership skills. Those two things always go hand in hand. You've got to know the truth, and then you've got to be able to live the truth. So we bring in top Christian thought leaders who are smarter than their college professors and more well-versed in the key issues so that they can be confident they can stand for a biblical worldview, even in very difficult academic or career situations. It's critical, man. And I, I heard you speak recently, and that was one of the things that stood out in, in the talk was just the hope that I felt as you told some of the stories of, you know, kids at the time coming through the program and then things they were doing later in life or even even just a couple of years after coming to Summit. And you tell some of those stories in the book, but it's um, it's just so encouraging to see. But it's also just it reminds me how simple this is in reality. It, it, if you get truth in, if we put that good stuff in, good stuff comes out, but we just haven't been putting the good stuff in 
for decades and decades in this country, and Summit has really filled the vacuum there of what the church used to do in every community across the country. So God bless you for what you're doing, and keep it up. Um, you also have some some polling data that I want to ask you about that is, uh, yeah, you know, encouraging. I mean, th- these are good signs. What 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 you're seeing in the data? Well, you know, Rick, we've we've started polling at Summit. Now we're we're at the core of it. We're a youth training program, curriculum, courses. Uh, events, conferences, things like that. But I decided to start doing some polling because I wanted to understand the cultural moment that our students are coming out of. And I especially wanted to find areas where there is substantial agreement on the part of Americans, 70% or higher, where people agree on something. Because you get the impression that if you say anything about your faith, you're going to be canceled, people are going to take offense, they're going to hate on you and social media and all of that. So a lot of people just stay silent when they ought to be speaking out because there are a few people out there who will cancel them. Our, our poll showed, Rick, that about 5 to 8% of Americans are just jerks. They, <laughs> they, they, they hate everybody. They hate everything. They don't think that anybody who disagrees with them should even be allowed to speak. They should be canceled if they do speak. And they, they say that their main strategy for dealing with disagreements is to, quote, cut other people out of my life. Wow. Quote. Yeah. But that wasn't, that wasn't 50 to 80 percent. That was 5 to 8 percent. 5 to 8 percent. Yeah. But they're so mean that other people just say, yeah, yeah, it's not really worth it. I'm, mm. not, gonna, I'm not going to say anything. Well, the new poll uh, that you were referencing. And they're so loud that you think there's more of them than there is because they're, they're – they're very obnoxious. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, you know, that's the old media strategy. If you think you're losing, raise your voice. Mm, yeah. But the, the truth is, and that's what this new polling reveals, and people can see it at summit.org slash press. You can go to our press room there. And uh, we found, we, well, we asked because of DeMar Hamlin, you know, um, having cardiac arrest on the, on the football field. The whole NFL came together. Lots of these young men came forward with their faith stories. And we found that two-thirds of Americans say public calls to prayer during times of national tragedy are helpful. And the vast majority of American voters said they respect more people who take a stand for their religious beliefs than they respect people who compromise those beliefs to fit the current culture. Wow. Wow. That's the opposite of, of what American. we feel, right? Yeah. We, we think that, that's oh, right. well, no, if I stand firm, nobody's going to like me. You're, you're saying way more people said, no, if you stand firm, I'm going to respect you more. That's right. Yeah. This is not just your mom saying, honey, you know, that was terrible for you to say that, but I still love you. This is, this is Americans Two-thirds of Americans, or I think it was even more than that, said, oh, no, you know, Republicans, Democrats, independents, it's more respectful to stand for what you believe and to actually say it than it is to compromise and be weaselly about it. I feel like That's, you just gave a shot of, of uh, I don't even know what the, the, the right drug or whatever it is, but a shot of, like, backbone into people by saying that. You, you, you just basically gave people reassurance, not that they should have had, you know, relied on social proof and what the people around them were going to say, but we're human. You know, we, we do tend to, to, you know, too often care what people think. So you just gave a shot of backbone into everybody listening right now that, hey, you're actually going to be more respected and loved if you stand for what you believe in. I love this. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Yes. No, no. I think that, I think it's really important to understand that how you say something is is nearly as important as what you're saying. Uh, 
So you want to talk about the talk. It is it is helpful for people to say, you know, I have a viewpoint on that that you might not agree with, or I have a viewpoint on that that might rub you the wrong way, but, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you're willing to listen, uh, and here's what I think. So you can always, you can always say, hey, and I, I want to hear what you think too, but I'm glad we're in the kind of conversation where we can both share. Oh, we need Those that. Those sorts of things do help yeah. in the process. I've, you know, learn curiosity, be willing to take the time. So we have this time orientation that if you can't say it in 30 seconds on TikTok, it's not worth saying. But the truth is life, uh, you know, art is long and life is fleeting. You know, that's, that's the old uh, uh, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow quote. But the, but the truth is we, we ought to be able to take the time. So this might take an hour can't be done in 30 seconds. There's no mic drop moment here. Yeah. But hopefully we can move forward together side by side toward the truth rather than bashing into each other thinking that one or the other of us represents the truth. That's so good, Jeff. Man, that's I mean what you're describing is good old-fashioned civil discourse and 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 being able to have real conversations with each other instead of just shouting. And uh, so I like the first point a lot better, stand firm, than the second point that I have to be nice, but I'll accept it. I'll, I'll, I'll try and be nice. No, no, <laughs> well, it's good. It, it's... It may not be. <laughs> nice is not, uh, you know, I, I think in terms of biblical value. That's not the word. <laughs> that's not really the word. Nice right. is not really a biblical value. But gentleness is. Good. You know, the Apostle Paul said uh, God's people should be gentle, able to teach, and patient, mm. instructing his opponent with gentleness in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge of the truth. So gentleness is good. Niceness is why people don't speak up when they should. Good. Because oh. they're thinking, you know, it's sort of like commenting on someone's manners at dinner. That's unmannerly to do it. And, and so if you think only in terms of niceness, you'll probably never engage. You'll always try to escape whenever tough things come up. That's so good. You know, you're really good at this, man. You got to think about doing it full-time, maybe having a place where you train other people, uh, <laughs> thousands of them every summer. Just just throwing that out there at you, man. Uh, okay, you had another data point about wokeism and, and cancel culture and, and, and that maybe the tide's finally turning. What, 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 did, what was that based on? Well, we're, we're finding that, uh, and, and I can't remember the specific uh, statistic that you're referring to at this moment, but we, we've done uh, over the last eight months, we've been asking a lot of questions about wokeness. Yeah. And we're finding that the vast, vast majority of Republicans, independents and Democrats are saying, no, the, the, being able to being able to say what you think is the most important thing yeah. and 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 not indoctrinating children. People are really disturbed. Yeah, there were two two things that we keep pulling on critical race theory and on transgender, because those are top of mind for a lot of people. And it's somewhere around 70% of Americans consistently are saying, this should not be in the curriculum. Children need to be learning math, reading, and so forth, and civics, but they do not need to have their teachers indoctrinate them about pronouns and about the idea that all white people are racist and so forth. Americans are just not on board with this, Unfortunately, the educational establishment is very on board with it, and um, unless parents stand up and say, no, 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 you don't run the school. This school is run on behalf of our children, uh, the, the citizens. I trained school board members the other night, and I said, your bosses are not the administrators and the teachers if you're on the school board. Your bosses are the voters. That's right. So Amen. somehow there's got to be a turning point here. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hey, did you have to adjust your your even even in in your two weeks with the with the sixteen to twenty two year olds as this wokeism thing just exploded? I mean, you guys kind of had per- perfected you know over time those those two weeks. You you only get two weeks with them, so you got to cram as much in as you can and and take them through that that process. When this stuff happened, did you have to add some things, adjust some things to make sure you were addressing this specific um, you know rise in the culture of of this illogical wokeness that's that's going on? You know, Rick, we do we do adjust things to uh, because students are coming with questions. Yeah. At Summit Ministries, sort of the way we operate is we, we say you might even be a skeptic. Bring all of your questions with you. We will treat them respectfully. We will dialogue. We'll go deep. We're not going to run away from any of those big questions. But we do have a starting point, just like in Patriot Academy. You, you take the Constitution as the starting point. That is the true north that you're using as the training. In our program, we're, we're starting with a biblical worldview. Well, if a biblical worldview is really true, it's not just true in theology. It's also true in philosophy, ethics, economics, politics, law, all of the other areas. Mm, and so yeah. then we just learn new ways to help students take that foundation of a biblical worldview and apply it to new things that come up. The cultural moment always produces new controversies. The question is, do we have a true north so we can measure where we are in relation to those controversies. And we think it's a biblical worldview. So and, good. you know, students come here and they say, okay, I have a respect for the Bible, but I don't really believe it. Or they say, yeah, I've always heard the Bible, but I don't really know why I believe it. All of those kinds of things, that's, that's why that two-week program can be so powerful and grounded in them. I love it. I love it, man. Ah, oh, such good stuff. I wish we had so much more time. Uh, we got to get you on more often, if you're willing. We'd we'd love to have you as often as possible. Um, I, I'm just so thankful for the impact that that you're having, that the ministry is having, and uh, and 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 even just the I mean, honestly, even the topic on this new book. Um, I mean, that is the fight right now. Is there truth or is there not truth? Is it all moral relativism? I mean, it, or is are there actually moral absolutes? And and you're not just making the points. You're you're helping us make the points. You're equipping people to engage in that conversation. And, and the way you described that earlier, the whole being a, able to discuss these things with people, there, there was a time when we would say, hey, I don't agree with you, but I fight and die for your right to, to, to say what you believe. And that, that I thought had been lost, but you've given me hope that, that most people feel that in their gut. They still want to have a respect for differing opinions and people standing for what they believe. So this has really been encouraging just to talk to you about this. How can people, number one, get the book and, uh, and follow as you come out with these polls? Can they just get on your email list at Summit? Yes, you can get on our email list. Just go to summit.org, and then every week we send out a review of all the different things that the tools dealing with cultural issues from a biblical worldview, plus those polls. But you can always track the polls just by going to summit.org slash press. You'll see the press room right on the front page of summit.org. You can follow what we are doing there. And then the book, same thing. You can get that anywhere books are sold. It's called Truth Changes Everything. It's the story of fascinating heroes from history and science, art, politics, justice, and all these other areas. People who, who really, they, they changed their world in times of great crisis because they understood and believed not only that the truth exists, but that the truth is found in Jesus. They had that foundation, that true north that, that, that you were talking about earlier. Uh, last thing, Jeff, for those who aren't 16 to 22, you're understanding the Times uh, series and, and other programs I mean that's for anybody of any age, right? I mean, for, so because because I, I, you know, we've got two generations where we didn't get these things in our education system. So for those over twenty-two, where would you recommend they start? 
Yeah, and you can still go to summit.org. We have a we have a program called Basecamp that we do a couple of times a year. It's a three-hour simulcast. We've got one coming up March 29th that's going to be on the topic of gender identity. Mm. And uh, we'll have three experts talking about how to raise gender-secure kids in the midst of what is turning out to be a lot of cultural indoctrination. So those programs are available for people of any age. A lot of teachers, pastors take advantage of those. So you're only taking on the easy topics, none of the none of the controversial hot, <laughs> hot topics. I'm kidding, man. That's awesome that y'all, are, that y'all are doing that. We appreciate you, Jeff. God bless you, man. Thanks for coming on Wall Builders today. Thank you, Rick. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back with David and Tim Barton. Have you noticed the vacuum of leadership in America? We're looking around for leaders of principle to step up, and too often, no one is there. God is raising up a generation of young leaders with a passion for impacting the world around them. They're crying out for the mentorship and leadership training they need. Patriot Academy was created to meet that need. Patriot Academy graduates now serve in state capitals around America, in the halls of Congress, in business, in the film industry, in the pulpit, in every area of the culture. They're leading effectively and impacting the world around them. Patriot Academy is now expanding across the nation, and now's your chance to experience this life-changing week that trains champions to change the world. Visit PatriotAcademy.com for dates and locations. Our core program is still for young leaders 16 to 25 years old, but we also now have a citizen track for adults. So visit the website today to learn more. Help us fill the void of leadership in America. Join us in training champions to change the world at PatriotAcademy.com. This is David Barton with another moment from America's history. How should we respond if confronted with frustration and conflict? The proper response was given over 200 years ago in a lengthy speech when Benjamin Franklin told the delegates at the Constitutional Convention, in this situation of this assembly, groping as it were in the dark to find political truth, how has it happened, sir, that we have not hitherto once thought of humbly applying to the Father of lights to illuminate our understanding? Have we now forgotten that powerful friend? Or do we imagine we no longer need his assistance? God governs in the affairs of men. I therefore move that henceforth prayers imploring the assistance of heaven and its blessings on our deliberations be held in this assembly every morning before we proceed to business. Benjamin Franklin knew that prayer was the proper response. For more information on God's hand in American history, contact Wall Builders at 1-800-8-REBUILD. We're back. Thanks for staying with us here on Wall Builders. Thanks to Jeff Myers for joining us today as well. We'll have links to Summit Ministries at our website today if you go to wallbuilders.com and wallbuilderslive.com. So, guys, of course, worldview, I mean, that's something that uh, that we talk about a lot here on the program because it drives our positions on the issues in the political realm, and our personal realm, and our family lives. I mean, worldview affects everything, and uh, having that ba- that base, that foundation of truth is vital. You know, that worldview is vital, and I thought one of the things that Jeff said was really important that that how you say something is as important as what you say. And when you look at Jesus and dealing with people in worldview, it's interesting that he often asks questions, like the woman at the well believed completely different from what he believed. And she even said that, hey, we're Samaritans, you're Jews, we don't get along well. And he just started asking her questions. And I thought what Jeff said was, hey, you know, I may disagree with you on this, but this is what I see. What do you think about that? And that ability to have a conversation, uh, I think what we're finding is people do want conversations, 
And if you can keep it from, from escalating into a polarized verbal fight, um, there's a lot of discussion that can be had, and that's a lot of way of dealing with worldview. And, you know, Jesus did that a lot, just asking questions. Well, and two, I think one of the reasons that oftentimes conversations escalate is because someone feels threatened or feels like they can't defend their position. And so then that's when you get into the ad hominem attacks. That, that's when, right, you, you see people start yelling and, and calling you names and throwing slurs at you is because they don't feel prepared to defend the conversation. And especially if it's a younger generation, they've been taught that you just shout down people that disagree with you, right? And and, and this is, I mean, Rick, one of the things y'all talked about in the interview where it's really a very small percentage given the majority of the American population, a very small percentage that's into this major cancel culture, thinks we should silence people that don't agree with us, but it's because they're so loud that it feels like there is a significant number of those individuals in America. The reality is, statistics, polling shows us it's not that big of a number, it's just they're so loud. And as Rick, I think you're the one that mentioned this in the interview, is so often if people feel like they're losing, that's when you should shout louder, right? That's what they're told. And this is part of the battle we're dealing with. And yet that's not where the majority of Americans are. The majority of Americans are, are ready to have a conversation. They, they want stability. They want peace in their life. They don't want chaos. They don't want drama. They don't want these issues. And so often they're looking for truth and they're just not always sure where to find it. And that's where places like Summit are so helpful. It's it's so great. When I was growing up, I had a lot of friends that went to Summit. Uh, I, I was working nearly every summer at Brook Hill Ranch as a summer counselor, so I didn't, didn't have any summers open to go. But I had family that went. I had so many friends that went. And, and as even as, as Dr. Myers pointed out, they've had so many incredible testimonies of people that had that foundation. And then because of that biblical foundation, they were able to go on and do significant things, making a difference in God's kingdom, making a difference in the world around them. And having that solid foundation sets people up for success. And, and, and that's where places like Patriot Academy, the, the, the wall builders, the, the leadership training program, or Summit Ministries are incredible opportunities for young people to go to get that training, get that foundation, so they can go make a difference in this nation. Well, thanks again to Jeff Myers for joining us from Summit Ministry. So many different ways that you can get your kids equipped. It's, it's just you've got to be so purposeful about this these days, regardless whether you're homeschool, private school, public school. When they get into those, you know, that 15, 16, 17, 18 years old, they're really beginning to cement what they believe. They're starting to question, what do I believe, not just what does mom and dad believe or the pastor or who else? And they've got to study these things themselves. So a lot of programs that we recommend around here, make sure they go to High Point out in Hot Springs, Texas. They can go to Leaders Academy, which is a great one-year program. My kids have been through both of those. Phenomenal, phenomenal experience. Summit Ministries, as Jeff was talking about earlier, another great program for you to send your kids to in the summer. That's a little bit older, uh, uh, 18. And uh, and then, of course, Patriot Academy. We've got those happening all over the country this summer. we got seven of those this summer. So check out PatriotAcademy.com to learn about the Leadership Congress where you can take that worldview as a student and apply it in the political realm, apply it to legislation. You serve as a legislator for the week and you get an opportunity to network with other young people from across the nation. So all of those resources, all of those tools, we'll have links today at the website so that you can learn more. But do not be passive on this. Certainly do not send your kids off to some you know public university where they're going to get brainwashed in the leftist philosophies and the lies, and they're going to tear down what you've poured into those kids all these years. But it's not enough to just send them to a Christian university or hope for the best. You need to do this worldview training. You need to do this leadership training. Get them equipped so that they can, uh, you know, regardless of what they're going to do, go into politics, go into business, go into entertainment, whatever area they're going to go into, so that they can be good biblical citizens. Thanks so much for listening today. You've been listening to Wobble. We stand undivided.